good evening and welcome to another edition of One Amazing Experience. And I'm delighted today, this evening to be joined by Philip Mosman uh, from Mosman's. Uh, Mosman's, obviously, Mosman's Club. We have Mosman's Catering. Uh, they are in-house caterers at the Guards Polo Club, uh, the Royal Livington Yacht Club, and also um, do Hampers Extraordinaire. Um, Philip will tell us more about his business. Philip, welcome to welcome to One Amazing Experience. Please do, if you can, just give us 30 seconds on your on your business. Of course. Good, 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 good evening, Philip. Thank you so very much for inviting me. Well, I think you've said it all. You've, you've done the 30 seconds intro. I, I, I don't need to anymore. <laughs> um, good, good, good going, so starting really um, from, from where my father um, started with his two, two stars at the Dorchester Hotel and then founding uh, Mossman's back in 1988 uh, in, in Belgravia, um, where uh, it, it started in a beautiful church uh, that, that's the Presbyterian Scottish Church that's 200 years old. Um, with, as a members club, I think it was really one of its first uh, at that time to just private clubs focusing on, on, on gourmet uh, food. Um, obviously service as well. We, we, we very personalized their unobtrusive, um, as, as we like to call it, um, quickly gained renome and, and, and then naturally drifted towards the event side of, of things, which, which predominantly was just focused on um, members' private private um, places homes um, establishments outside in the country and really from there gently grew in, into more bigger public venues um, we, we, we were very fortunate back in then then in 2000 to receive the rule warrant um, for uh, catering services to his Royal Highness Prince of Wales um, and since have, 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 have we're, we're very honored to have also been asked to do many wonderful events um, f from there. Um, in, internationally, I think we grew. We've done a bit of work uh, also uh, at, at the Olympics um, here and there. So that, 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 that makes a lot of fun. But we do a lot of international promotions as well, more sort of uh, pop-up events and um, short projects sometimes in different areas. But um, that, that's always um, thrilling. Um, my brother and I joined in in in, in 2007 um, after having had quite a lot long stint abroad uh, for close to 14 years, um, both as as managing directors where we came in. Fantastic, Philip. And I, and I first came across Mosman's when I was at Natural History Museum, um, your father's 50th birthday party, um, where I remember the large inflatable frying pan outside the front doors. <laughs> then you must have heard my speech at that time. Coming up to, what's that close? That was 93, right? It would have been, wow. Yeah, well, it was a, it was a, it was a while ago. It's giving away my age. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. <laughs> As you say, um, uh, Mosman's amazing, amazing history with your father and, and, and what you and your brother have gone on to. As you say, your father, obviously, OBE, uh, had two Michelin stars before. He started Mosman's at the Dorchester Club. And uh, fantastic to have you join us on One Amazing Experience. I'm cracking on, Philip. Um, may I also as I'm sure it will be of a great interest to our listeners, uh, ask you about your experience of um, when you had the pleasure of working out in Singapore and SARS hit and uh, what it meant to the hospitality and events industry, um, both in terms of obviously what happened 
through it, but equally as well, how the market reacted to it and came out of it once people were able to go back to their normal lives. You know, they, they, they didn't necessarily shut down or close the borders, but um, carried on the operations, even though, even though economically or financially you, you, you for sure have a hit, but the responsibility and emphasis of keeping the employees is obviously more on the um, on, on, on the companies themselves um, or in hospitality, but it does give them a chance nevertheless to to continue to, to operate. Um, and, and, and yeah. So they were interesting times, interesting lessons, but you know, on the positive side, I have to say after, it, it, the whole thing lasted maybe nine months, but we, we in, the, in, in the literally from September all the way through to December, we, we caught up, every, it was like Christmas every day when we reopened, every day. It was incredible. And we, we even surpassed the whole budget for six months that we went down to almost 10% revenue of what we had in normal months. In the last quarter, and that's taking the whole 12 months, we caught up the whole budget and more. I, it, was, it was shocking. It was shocking. People wow. feel they, they, that they want to relive life or at least celebrate every day that they have. And, and you know, every, everything, it, it wasn't just a normal you know, Mouette Chandon, Dom Perignon came out, you know, you'll see the average checks bounce back very, very quickly. People um, suddenly have a zest again for life and, and really, I think we'll get back the lunches, the, all these things, you know, pe people really start to re rethink, obviously, the way that they are living their lives business-wise and, and start to enjoy it even more. And and, and where, where we're seeing the lack of that now, I think we'll see the rebound for sure, yeah. come. Well, I know it's very, that's very positive news for people to hear. <laughs> that's your experience. It, it, maybe still a long way away, but when it does come, it will, it will, it will hit. You know, um, it yeah. really will. It, it, it just may, maybe initially not necessarily internationally, but I think domestically for sure that that will start, um, and then and then as you know. The local neighbours and borders start relaxing, and then and then it comes so far as the international element of it. Then, yeah, I, I, I think we're lucky. We're, we're lucky. We're 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 still we, we we have a very you know close to seventy million of us in who who will hopefully be able to move in the next couple of months um, around, and 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 that's already. A, a very lucky market to have whereas you know in, in in singapore at the time we were we were sort of you know close to three million back in 2000 <laughs> so then they're not, not necessarily much domestic market always necessarily yeah 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 no absolutely um and normally when we do this one of the, one of the first questions i ask people is is how they ended up doing what they're doing but i guess from your side it's uh, <laughs> it's fairly evident in terms of your your father's influence what is it we always say you know I, I was half born in the kitchen and I didn't know what else to do so <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing ironically ever ever I, I, I didn't I, honestly I, I never wanted to do anything else it's it's, it's funny um we, we I mean I'm originally born born in Switzerland and, and, and the German part um studied in the French and Italian as well but um we we have this natural sort of element that you do what your forefathers do literally and that carries on so my grandfather ran literally you know at a simple bistro restaurant and so and his grand great grandfather so for my father to become a chef in that sense was just a natural route and then for me to carry on in the so-called you know wider hospitality element 
literally was natural my brother too so we ironically never thought about it even when we were schooled here we went to boarding school at 13 and they were like what are you going to do and I said oh, I'm going to be you know in the hotel industry and they looked at me with big eyes and they were like really are you are, are you serious I, I, you know and I said well you know this, this is how we we, we plan and my, my name at that time was already down at Lausanne we we had a five-year waiting list so only to get in at 18 just to have the test your name would have had to already been you know your parents had to put put you down it, it, it was mostly at that time uh, very much focused just on the industry or, or those coming from the industry so you had to be recommended word of mouth and everything now it's expanded literally tenfold so you know and, and I think for the better it, it, it's bridged out into give, giving the students far more uh, well you have far more uh, variety but also more options uh, job-wise um, in, in the future you know because they suddenly realized that actually, ironically, our services and hospitality worldwide is required by, by many, many industries, many more industries we, we, we may not have known before. And, um, you know, some of the big real estate companies are, are, are pouncing on these students because they realize that, that, that some of their very high net worth individuals have, have some portfolios that obviously include the hotels or want to get into it and are looking for that sort of bridge. So you, you, you've got a very, very interesting blend. Um, you know, um, and very good schooling. It, 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 it was, and it, it, it sort of, it continues to be that there's, I think there's a very interesting ethos and loyalty and dedication to it. Um, people tend to, and, and, and it's, it's a fabulous network uh, of friends <laughs> worldwide. Excellent. I had a, I had a pleasure. I worked at um, well, now there's a landmark hotel. It was the Regent London. There's a, a girl there called Maria Pajares, who was oh, yes. the daughter of Raymond Pajares. Absolutely. And, and she went. She went to Lausanne as well. Uh, um, uh, Raymond being a, one, probably one of the most famous hoteliers. So there's obviously good traditions there. For the four seasons, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I met her. She she went on to to, to create her own um, uh, PR company. Four, four That's hospitality. right. Yeah, Rose. Yeah. Mason Rose, right? Yeah. That's yeah. right, Mason Rose. Yeah. Good knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Brain cells still um, working. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, I know you said that your your you said before your dad used to take you on his travels as well. Completely, absolutely. Yeah. That 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 was really the eye opener for us at the time. We were very young, and I, I I do it now. I have three children, and I take them everywhere for me because I think it's important that that very young age that you, you you see the different cultures different ethnicities um see how people live you know from from we're, we're a bit molly coddled at times sometimes in our world here of course you know it, it, there is still a vast disparity but nevertheless sometimes it is good to get back to really simple um areas geographically and really understand how how the whole world not just our myopic way of looking at it but works and 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 have that sort of respect and humility to, to 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 others around us in a way we're very blessed to be so intercultural here already in 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 london but it can be sometimes at, a, at another level that, that 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 doesn't may not necessarily be be the window to reality of what's really you know happening out there in other countries um and and that influenced me hospitality wise you know i i love love the travel still continuously learning um, of, of other cultures and vice versa, 
being able to give some of our feedback, what we've learned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's brilliant. And then you, you, you've had, and, and leading on to the subject, so you've had a wonderful experience. You've also been to some amazing places and obviously still operate in some amazing places. The Royal Households, as we talked about, Guards, Polo Club, you name it, Naturalist Museum, etc. as discussed. So if you were, it obviously leads on to, to, to have the subject of, of um, where you would have a party, if you're going to have a party. Um, and uh, if you'd like to say as well, what sort of event it's going to be, i.e. is it going to be a, a celebration for your a birthday, a family wedding, whatever whatever you would like it to be. So what the, what the occasion is and uh, where you would like to hold it. Wow, it's like it's like saying where where would you hold your 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 very last event at the end of the day, um, and and have those for yourselves. Um, I mean, you know, we've we've been very blessed, um, um, Philip, in that sense that we we we've been into some amazing venues as well, and 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 having the Royal Warrant as well since two thousand, and catered for William uh, and and Prince William and Catherine and and Harry and Meghan. Um, you know, obviously, there's some highlights there, and Her Majesty, etc. I, I mean, that's that's on one level the whole the whole sort of you know um, palatial uh, side, with, with, which is unbeatable for sure. I, I think, but it is it is also quite overwhelming, you know, for yourself <laughs> when you're there and you, you you see these colossal you know sized buildings as the sort of Versailles temples. Um, I mean, I, I, I did, I did go to an event which, which was also spectacular. I mean, there's two actually. One, one, which was held at that time at Raffles, which, which uh, international, which is at Angkor Wat, which, which is one of reputedly one of the seven wonders of the world. And they had the three tenors there, and then they did the dinner for 500 outside in in front of the temple. I mean, that that's quite spectacular. And the other one that I personally went to a wedding at, at Borobudur in, in Yogyakarta, close by in, in, in Indonesia, uh, which, which was also spectacular. I mean, you look at those things which are absolutely off the Richter scale, and then you say, well, what, what, do, you, what, do, you, what do you want for yourself, really? Um, I had I, I love live music. <laughs> I love live music. I think it, 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 it's, it's forever... And and maybe that's the Asian side, but it's it's very rare to find nowadays. Ironically, um, you know, even at events to to go. But I, I think there'll probably be a sort of resurgence of that coming up. But it does, I find, can animate you know the environment, and and, and I enjoy enjoy, you know, I I was taught quite early on. Funny enough, even when I walked in, and um, one of the hoteliers always told me, Philip, whenever you do an event or a party or you're in a restaurant, you think of five senses, you know. What you see, hear, taste, smell, touch, and that that always made me wherever I am weary. Whenever I go into a room and see that and think about it, and it's very simple, but you you sort of get that feel. And and obviously, you always put yourself in in, in your uh, friends, uh, guests, you know, uh, spectators' shoes, and and what are they seeing? So it's not just you know yourself. So I, I like to create. Uh, an event, if it's myself who does it for my friends or let's say family, that that makes them really, really engaged. And you know, everybody's different. We, I, I held once my 40th as well, and I just made sure that 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 those who wanted to react did, those who didn't didn't. And it wasn't even a sit down dinner of ten. I just felt that 
it it becomes awkward nowadays. You know, you, you put it's that whole traditional family friend, and and half of them don't get on. <laughs> or they don't <laughs> talk to each other. They feel awkward. Yeah. But after two or three glasses of champagne, everybody is actually starting to blend. Um, but so it's creating that that environment really, uh, and letting everybody come to themselves, and then. At the end of the evening, you've got everybody potentially on the dance floor and, and, and you've got it together. But everybody's, I think everybody in a party, whenever you come in, need, needs time, especially if you're trying to, and, and if it's a bit emotional or it's about something or an event, to, to come to it or to get into it if you, if you want them to. Um, and, 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 and that's for me, you know, create, creating those themes. So it, 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 it can be something from a simple, somewhat canapé, somewhat bowl food, some are happy to sit down and, and, and have a proper meal and creating that sort of area, different areas almost under one roof, uh, with, with a sometimes different ambiance, but still, uh, le letting people have their space, uh, and, or being able to move around. They're like, Oh, I haven't seen so-and-so I'll go over there, but you're not, you don't feel I need to sit down now for two hours and, and have a chat with them because I've been run out of conversation after 10 minutes. So you sort of go in and out or you say, oh, I'm, that's great. That's amazing. I'd like to like to go there. And then sometimes have a bit of show in different areas where people are attracted. It, it brings them together again. They, if they don't know each other, they strike up the conversation. You know, that, that's always how I said, I said, if ever you want to, if ever you don't know anybody at this party, just ask about my past. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Well, and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a nice one to bring all together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's great. We'll, 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 we'll do our best to go through the five senses you mentioned, but I'm going to have to push you to choose a venue for your party. Where oh. are you going to hold it? Is it bad to say Mossimans? <laughs> no, no, you, you, and you wouldn't be the first to say their own venue. I assure you. <laughs> no, I, I really, I really do cherish it because I, I think, ironically, it, it has that fantastic blend, and we've we've created it on 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 many occasions. I think, depending on on seasonality, of course, you know, there there is the one side. Um, it, it, it's great. I think winter times, etc. If 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 you're looking. For more of an outdoor element to it, of course, it's great, and 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 we've been to some fantastic hotels. And I mean, the outdoor element, of course, is there, but but again, you 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 lose everybody potentially because it's 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 vast. So, you know, how 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 do you want the how do you want the evening to go? Is the idea that you've got your really close-ish friend? I mean, I I remember when I organized, I had 120 friends that came, and that was it. That's what I wanted. So the venue was perfect, and. Many, some didn't know each other, but I knew mindset likewise that they would get on if they had a chance to have a chat and get to know each other. And some have become best friends since then, and that's ten years ago. Yeah. So I'm, 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 you know, it, it, thrilled. And and for me, it's about that. It's about the intimacy. I think it's personal. I, I, I'm not really interested in throwing a party for a thousand friends. I would lie if I had a thousand friends. Um, but <laughs> people Maybe I enjoy Facebook, being with, I'm, I, I'm, I'm happy when I see friends get on with friends, you know. That's great, Philip. So, so we've, we've, we've held you down now. So you're having it at Mosman's Club. It's all very good. And, uh, and as your guests arrive. Yes. Uh, what drinks will you be serving to them? That's a tough one. I, 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 I think people are always shy, you know, they, they come in, they're not really sure. Uh, when I was much younger, about 20 years ago, I would have started with shots. 
<laughs> and people would do it they were they were gently you know suddenly like oh okay um i it's a very good question i i i th i think it's a mix you know in in 20 years ago everybody had an alcoholic drink nowadays there's a shyness one's not really sure um the best way to be honest is not even have that drinks thrown at you right there and then because people feel a bit socially awkward they're not they're not sure initially is if you can get them to go to a bar and then it becomes a different story because then you can you can automatically mm -hmm. you've got their wishes and you, if you have some good bar personnel they're looking in your eyes and they're like you know as is common nowadays would you like something sweet so let let me you know what's and 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 they can convince them and get them into it and they're like and i think it's as always with 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 all you know, events, yeah. it's the first impression and they're like, whoa, okay. And they're already, there's a bit more there, you know, and I, I think that's, mm. that's how to get them. And then, and then they feel a bit more at ease as well. Uh, often, mm. um, because sometimes obviously, you know, when we push out these trays, people are like, Oh, I should be seen to be, Oh, I have some water, you know, and then they, <laughs> but if they go to the bar and they're like, Oh, I can have anything I want. Ah, actually, you know, I haven't had a Manhattan in a long time or I want a Negroni or whiskey sours, you know, that they're, they're more at ease. Right. Then, then, and, and also sometimes people look at the tray and it's not exactly what they want, you know, and then they're like, mm, <laughs> is it rude for me to ask for a triple gin tonic? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I love it. I love it. Open bar for everybody as they come in. Uh, and what what would you have as your first drink then, Philip? In a perfect world, I I I, I oh, that's a very good question. I I I like oh, I love Bellini. I love Bellini. I have to say, it, it is just I I think it goes with everything. Um, it's a great start. It's not necessarily yet too alcoholic. You're not straight in for the spirits, which, you know, um, it, it goes a bit slower initially, and it's a nice start to the drink. If you then have some, want to have some white wine, red wine, you know, and if there, there's some nice bottles out there, you're in a natural flow. If you start with the spirits already, uh, sometimes you have to pace yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. accelerates quickly. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. And uh, you said you said before that you obviously you're, you're you're a lover of live music. So would you have music playing as people arrived? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, maybe even different types. It can be a bit slower. And I mean, I once went to this one event, which is a bit very understated. It was black tie, and you know, then they brought out this live band, and 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 they started. You know, you could sort of see there might be a dance floor, there might not. There was potentially an area. And right in the beginning, they were like opera and everything. I was like, oh, my God, you know, black tie. I went all the way through to dinner. And then it started with a bit of, you know, jazz. And then it carried on. And I tell you, by the end of the evening, it was a long one, you know, as it ended up being. But nobody knew. That was a surprise. They were singing ACDC on, on a level that you'd never heard before. And you were like, oh, my God, okay, that's, a, that's <laughs> random, you know. And they went through it all. And they really pushed the boundaries and your senses to a whole nother level where you thought initially, okay, but actually ironically, as it got more and more, you were even more, you, you wanted to listen to more and hear more what they could do. And it, and it went on a whole nother level. And I, it, it, it was shocking. And literally the band was, 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 was sort of, taking off different pieces of clothing that, that fitted then afterwards the genre. So at the end of the evening, they all looked like rock stars, but in the beginning they looked like, you know, opera sopranos. So it, it, it was superbly done. Yeah. That sort of theme, you know, to gently get, 
get into it again you go initially to party you might not know and it i think the music always has has a massive role to play in that uh uh, uh unknowingly sometimes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, fantastic and um going back to, to to the business as you say you joined in in 2007 was a was there a clear vision of the way you, and obviously I know your, your brother as well, are involved as, as joint MDs, was a clear way that you wanted to take the business forward at that time, or, or has it evolved over the years? Um, well, that's a good question. We both came from sort of complete different, I mean, countries. Um, you know, my brother had been in Shanghai that time already, also director of operations. He did opened up a, 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 the, the three on the bunt at that time with, with various food and beverage complexes. He'd been there four years, spoke Mandarin, you know, he, he came at quite a level and I, I'd come in at sort of, you know, as you've mentioned, the CEO for the, for the 23 restaurants. Um, and then, and then when we came in, we, we, we realized, you know, there was this, this obviously split ish between you know the events and 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 restaurant and i pulled the short straw and did events um (laughs) went out to do the restaurant um he yeah and and loves it and and it's very much him and i i i i I love the new places i'm I'm, i call myself the 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 the, the circus gypsy um you know (laughs) we all are set up break down move on carry on um and so they, I, I don't think there was as such, it, it was really, and I had, you know, I, I grew up in London really for the first 18 years of my life, literally since almost I was born. Um, and then I, I, I left for close to 14, 16 years. And I never, in that sense, it was important to, you know, to, to understand the business, understand the different areas, what would make sense for us, understand our clientele, what they wanted, understand potentially a new clientele that that, that could make sense uh, for us as well in the future. So I think it, it, it took quite some time until we really got to grips with it um, uh, as well. And, 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 and I, I think there's an acceptance, you know, acceptance from the industry, acceptance obviously from members, because now there's a sort of second generational element as well that's coming on board, um, you know, and, and, and funny enough, the existing members, uh, sons and daughters as well that are sort of, you know, now, now our age uh, and now they've <laughs> got kids. So they're, they're but there was, it, it was a happy, I think, I mean, now we see it over 14 years. And it's a very grateful from both sides because they were happy that we were continuing and, and, and we were super happy that they accepted us um, and, 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 you know, reverted and continued with business. And, you know, we're lucky in that sense. Often there's, there's phone calls that come, you know, and, 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 and you know, it's going to happen. So, um, and a lot through word of mouth, a lot through, um, yeah, just, just those, those relationships. We have some members who've been with us for 20, 25 years and they're, they want us, you know, to do every single birthday party in their whole family, and 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 you know that that's that's great, you know, as a basis, and then it carries on. So we were sort of very lucky, I think, how guards came along four years ago, um, and naturally again through membership, Limington this year, <laughs> shortest opening and closing ever in two days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and and again, that's membership as well. So it, 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 it's it's a really nice synergy, actually. Uh, we we were even surprised ourselves to see how much synergies there were in between both, because obviously you don't sort of know until you, you start that so many people start 
members say, oh, I'm a member of Mosman's or a member of Guards and, and vice versa. Um, and it, it has a great strength around it. And as you say, so those have come wonderfully through sort of organic growth. And is, is your plan, was was the plan then or is the plan now to, I suppose, extend it? You know, obviously some people would come along and say, okay, we're going to have 15 venues by 2025 or, or what's your, your thoughts on that? Then they're not owning their business anymore. It's fine. My, my, my father always, funny enough, when we were small, always said, small is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I had nothing but when I left hotel school to be so career driven and focused, but obviously passionate and worked and, and went to the, some of the toughest schools in that sense, uh, hands on to, to try and bite, you know, grind my teeth and then and, and earn my stars. Um, and I went right up to the corporate world and I was super young age, but I also saw what that effect was and how it happened. And I, 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 I was, literally you know 28 29 when i got that position where normally and i was headhunted for it so it took you know a year until i was decided given the job but um i was happy to do it at that very young age because to be honest i realized what i didn't want to do <laughs> yeah. um, i i you know we 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 had close to 10 20,000 guests a day in, in the 23 venues and i was there looking at it and a very from being super close to concept design creation and, 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 you know, nurturing of staff and people and human that the contact, I had really lost that to suddenly ending up in board meetings, you know, once a month in some different city, you know, that sometime with day trips, you get up at four and be there at six and come back in the evening. And, and don't get me wrong. I think an amazing lesson with regards to what you can and cannot centralize or decentralize, on that level, uh, you know, where you see where the guess, where the quality impacts guests and where it shouldn't or, 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 or where it tarnishes on the other side. Um, and that was three years of learning. Um, and, and, you know, we, we made, we made some amazing things and there were some very painful things as well that I learned along the way. Um, but I knew after that, ironically, what suddenly at a very young age, when I, when I came back, I was 32, uh, I was like, actually, I don't want that. I, I don't want that. And, and what is it? You know, there's, there's greed, there's size, there's, and how much can you control? How much can you fly? How much can you, you know, at, at what point are you like, you know, I, I still have a family. I, 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 for me, actually, now I see, and I'm being selfish, but time for myself is very important. I, to be able to dictate what I want to do with it and not have shareholders meetings that I want to go to where I don't want to be potentially, you know, um, because you know it's just it's painful, right? You're there three days doing nothing but half an hour meeting, an hour, and thinking, "Oh my God, I don't want to be here," and then having to respond a whole. Actually, sometimes you you miss your job. I like answering to so, so some of these events, and maybe you know, to, coming up in the year, we do something incredible in the Vatican, which we've been asked to do. That on that personal level is what I love, and then we create the whole story around it. it it's what we were very lucky to do with with, with you know the Highness Prince William Catherine, we 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 created this whole story for there that I personally went out and and for example you know so sourced the honey from Bucklebury, <laughs> I, I I knew exactly where every single 
ingredient was uh, that and came from, and it, it had been fished or farmed. Or I, I went to the, the Dutchy farms, I spoke to the farmers, I, I, I sourced, you know, the vegetables myself from start to finish, you know, and then it was obviously all, you know, super confidential at that time, but I made it a mission and I, I was very blessed. I, I sat down to lunch with them personally and went through the whole story. And I said, I won't see you until your wedding dinner. I understand, but I want you to understand that those are the things that you can then say to your guests and it is your story. It's not mine. It's not my ego, but it's that creation and, and that storytelling, I think, in life or especially around food in our, in our business or, or about, you know, the experiences that, 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 that one passes on and that people are enthralled about. And I, I love that. And I, I saw that for me was very close to heart. And in whatever realm that I can move in, if, if somehow I'm able with, within that event side to combine at whatever level the, the food experience that we can do, not, not only obviously locally sourced qualities and, and, and some of our, you know, specialities integrated, but we can create that story and make that dinner just a one-off memorial, um, you know, experience that the guests really take to heart. Because I think, when, you know, there's nothing more that how often can you actually say to any, any guest or, or even remember the last meal you had in the last three weeks, but, if you can remember a year ago what you had to eat on that meal, then then I think we somewhere at that level for a certain particular area, we, we've done our job. You know, some people come back and go, oh, I, I still remember that mushroom risotto that you cooked, you know, three years ago for us at that event. That that for me is 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 that sensory element emotionally attached to 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 that event that 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 they're super grateful for and and come back. At some point, <laughs> anyway, I've gone on a bit. <laughs> no, no, no. It's 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 amazing. It's an amazing story, and it's 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 great to hear, and it leads perfectly on to. So your party, we're we're at Mosman's Club. So everyone's been yeah. to the bar, had whatever the drinks yeah. they like. Yes. Um, uh, you've had uh, your your Bellini, was it? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and um, then in terms of your your meal of choice, I know Mosman certainly used to be known for your fish cake. Very much, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Still, indeed. Yeah. So, uh, will you? What, what will you be serving to your guests? Will they be having your 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 wonderful fish cake, or you will be serving something different for your meals? No, absolutely. I I I I I would do for sure uh, an element of uh, interactive worldwide again for food stations. I I think that 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 you know, and and because I say my guests are probably probably either living or you know from different backgrounds, ethnicities, having something that's you know, semi, literally, obviously, downstairs of the kitchen, but just finished off right there and there if it's warm or if it's cold, being literally uh, hand finished in front of you, um, and 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 just ha- have, having a lovely choice, having lovely choice of uh, spices. I think for sure, our some of our signature dishes, as mentioned, you know, our mushroom risotto also is is something divine uh, that that we go all around the world to. You know, to serve um, that, that that people can uh, to do remember um, for sure. As we are here in London, UK focus, and my some of my father's dishes that became signature dishes were, you know, very uh, British orientated, like such as the fish cakes, the, the bread and butter pudding, uh, which is also divine. Um, and there's always just a, a natural twist, um, but sort of on his crazy natural style, always always gently healthy. Um, and, and I think nothing in that sense too exotic that people, you know, that, that they see what it is, if it's scallops and, and, and let's say, you know, wonderful champagne chive sauce, it, 
it is what it is. You know, we're not we're not trying to reinvent it several times. We we try to stick with with five, six flavors maximum in each dish just to keep it there so that you remember it and 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 it's not not too confusing for for the palate. Um, lovely colors different stations around, dot around, so, so people can move, meet each other, you know, they, they may be waiting, looking at some action going on, um, and, and then just having it there and then fresh. So I think you have a choice because, you know, often also in three, four course meals, you know, you sit down actually nowadays also the, the sharing element obviously is, is in restaurants very common, but also when you're stuck at the table and then you know you've got two or three hours, maybe there's some sort of auction going on as well. And then, you know, nothing worse. And suddenly you see, oh, okay, it's a fit. I don't really like this. <laughs> then you've got maybe the vegan option and you're not a major fan of that and that's it. Um, and then you're a bit stuck. So you're like, okay, I'll have more white wine in that case, you know. <laughs> it's not... You know, I, I, I think we have and are lucky, especially you know in, in London also to have probably one of the world's biggest melting pots in terms of cuisines uh, and obviously ethnicities to go with it. Why not show that off? Um, and, and it's semi almost, I think, out there expected, you know, that, that that's, you know, when, when you're bringing in different people, different cultures, that they're, they're, they're wanting always to try also different things and are, are, are completely used to it. Um, so almost like a food, food, elegant food court style. Fantastic. Um, Am I right in saying there's a story regarding your bread and butter pudding? Didn't you, did your father go to the U.S. to do it for the president? Is that right? Yeah, that, that's right. Jimmy Carter at the time, who asked for a doggy bag, <laughs> 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 which is basically second portions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Very well. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and um, so you've done the meal. Uh, would you do... An element, obviously, we've got the live music and you've got your band stripping off into different genres. Sounds fantastic. Um, but any other entertainment that you would like to have at your party? Love magicians, always. Yeah. I think, I think you know, as as you you remain a child, even no matter how old, you you know, we, we, we become more experienced. You know, the magic shows just have that captivating child um yeah, to, to childness in, in in each and every single one of us that 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 just continues. How's it done? How does that work? Show us more, you know. But having 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 either two three go around and then maybe there's a show, you know, uh, where 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 they come together. Um, but that always encapsulates the, the the audience and they love it and and it brings people together again. It's funny because you've got people in the same situation that are there of the unknown. You know, no, nobody knows any better here. And suddenly somebody else is, is, is turning it around and, and, you know, they, they haven't been captivated as, as, as little children. <laughs> it brings everybody on the same level, actually, no matter what the background is, um, uh, for, from, and, or age. Um, and, and, and that, that, that I, I, I love. I think it's, 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 it's fantastic. Is there, is there any one particularly you've seen in an event that's, that's sort of blown your mind? Yeah, it's a question. We, 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 we have a couple actually who, who've become very close who we've either met or, or come together with, um, in, uh, during the time, either at the club or also, um, outside at some of the, 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 the private events that, that we've done. Um, and they, they, it's, it's very good because they've really come close up, you know, I mean, they'll put a, bottle through a table that they'll, they'll lift the table with with you know um 
a, a tablecloth, you know, in air levitation, you know, and you're like, this, this just cannot happen. I mean, the different levels, obviously, <laughs> playing with your mind and eye, but um, on, on levels that you, you, you still gasp, walk away, and have absolutely no idea how it's done, and want to see it again and again and again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good stuff. Um, and talking, talking magic. So some people would say some of the things you've done is slightly magical. So um, you've done a, a 250-kilometer foot walk. <laughs> Is it, I believe, and then a 166 kilometer, nine and a half thousand altitude non-stop ultra trail from Mont, Mont Blanc, twice. Oh, yes, <laughs> spare time. <laughs> time became a bit less. We, we started, I, I've always, funny enough, enjoyed running at a very young age and cross country and then did athletics and, and captain and, and, and the cross country and things at school and then um, started marathons, but I thought, mm, you know, want to do a bit different, and then and then actually it was during SARS. It, it was two thousand and three. Um, you know, we we there was there was the, the first thing that we did when they, they, I was director of operations at, at uh, for Raffles International at, at the Equinox, um, which, which is high up just now above the Swiss Hotel in the Raffles City. Um, we had one hundred and forty staff that that you know were working with me, and and and, and management came to me and said we we need a twenty five percent you know, reduction of staff because of, you know, the economic outlook, which at that time was falling. We, we used to have approximately 2000 guests a day and that, that literally went down to 200 within two months. Um, and, and we were, you know, frantically looking at doing local, you know, promotions. And we, we had four different sort of concepts going on between one Michelin star to literally, you know, nightclub, um, and, and private dining rooms and brasserie and, 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 and piano bar. Um, and then I said, okay, I went back and I said, well, if the issue is, you know, you, you obviously want a reduction, i.e. financially, so what about if we all take a 25% salary cut? And if I put that out to vote, you know, would you be okay with that? And then they were like, okay. So I went out and I told them a story and then they said, yeah, we're, we're cool. And, you know, there were, there were some very staff coming over from Malaysia every day, like, you know, earning at that time, eight, eight, nine hundred Singapore dollars a month, you know, so 25% salary cut again was, you know, really hurtful. Nevertheless, they, some of them were providing for families and things. It was better than nothing, you know. So we, we managed to come back, take 25% salary cut. We were working six day weeks. So I said, okay, with that, we take another day off, you know, on top of it. Um, we're all lucky. We all get to keep our jobs and, you know, what to do. So less money, more time. I was like, right, start training. <laughs> <laughs> I said training for something very long, you know, because I have a lot of time and, uh, you know, better, better make it worthwhile. So then, then I got into the ultra, ultra uh, running uh, races. Uh, the first one was the, the Gobi Desert. So we ran 250 kilometers. Uh, over six days, uh, and then I completed six subsequently. So it's it's similar to the Marathon de Sable. One of the ladies who ran Marathon de Sable and um, American lady formed her own company called Racing the Planet. Went out there and um, and started it 2003. So I was actually part of the first sort of batch, really. And it's become very successful. They call it the Four Deserts. 
uh, races. Um, I never went yet down to Antarctica. Didn't yet have that much time. It takes about four or five weeks. Um, <laughs> and, and, and then I hadn't had any children yet. I wasn't yet married. Um, I was married in 2005 and then started having children. So that sort of edged away at the amount of time I could take off. And that's why then I started realizing, okay, I still like enjoy these long distance runs, races. How about doing nonstop ones? And then, you know, probably I think one of the legendary ones out there in our, our communities, obviously you've got the Western State 100, which is which is the speed thing as well. But the, the, the real big one, I think, especially in Europe, and then now it's become, I think, even, you know, gently off the Richter scale that, that they've even started to franchise it was really the Ultra Trail Mont Blanc. And I was like, okay, let's give this a shot. But in order to get in, it's like the draw and you have to complete the equivalent of two to three desert races with, within the 24 months so you've completed it and then you sign up they take pull you luck of the draw and then you get to know um so actually first time i wanted to do it was 2010 and that was the only year it had ever been cancelled because of bad weather so so they, they stopped us on the 21st and i trained for a whole year so i was super demoralized but i trained then in the next three four years for it and i didn't get in again until 2014 um, so I was like, oh my word, okay, let's do this. Um, yeah, that, 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 it's 10,000 meters altitude on, on, on top. So equivalent effort wise and flat wise, you, you, you're running 250 kilometers nonstop in, and you have to complete it within, within 46 hours. Um, yeah, yeah. And you run first evening, Friday, you run, you start at six, you run straight into the night. By the second night, you, you're pretty, pretty, pretty on, on the floor. Um, but you've got this sort of clock in your mind that keeps ticking and, and, and you just want to keep your sanity at the same time. You, 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 you go through, I think, you know, emotionally, obviously physically as well, but emotionally through, through quite some dark times, which, which I think help, helps you in some other areas at times. Um, there's always yeah. the, the resistance to quit or not to quit, but looking after your body throughout that whole period, keeping your sanity that, that then gets you through it. So I was very lucky to have completed it twice and I'd like to do it the third time. So I'm still training. <laughs> <laughs> That's very impressive. And, um, and possibly have time again now at this precise moment to do so. Oh, very, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And did you just find you had a natural ability to do it, to do it? Or, I mean, would you say that most people could do it if they had the mental willpower to do it? Or would you say that physically it's just something that you were able to do? That's a very good question. For I, I, I believe you can teach anybody anything, to be honest. Um, of course, there is the, 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 the mindset for it. I think that sometimes can even be trained as well. I think the physical element to it, I always say, you know, people say, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. I said, just just walk it. It's one step in front of another. Do do 100 meters, you know, tomorrow, and then the day after do 150. But take your time, you know. It, it's not necessarily um, get to know your body, especially in the long, and that's the fascinating thing, I think, in, in, in these very, very long ones. Ironically, I mean, I had done marathons, I had done this, this, that, but I didn't actually really, you don't really get to know your body until you start doing like a 24 hour run, you know, um, with, with regards just physically what you need, what, 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 what your body, your muscles, your, you know, how, how you're feeling. Um, and I, I think often we, we also, it took me three of the big races, 2003, Gobi, 2004, I was in the Atacama, which was beautiful desert. 
and then uh, to 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 six, I went down to Sahara uh, and, and the White Sands and near in Egypt on on to close to Libyan uh, desert. And um, it took me three of those big ones to mess myself up really badly to understand actually I, I need to really rethink how I train, you know, and then mm. actually you you. you it's not about going in there and take as much pain as possible. It's trying to avoid as much pain as possible because that keeps your sanity. That keeps you your, your strength and that keeps you focused so that I, I say anybody who ever, you know, shoots off in the first, whatever kilometer of a 250 kilometer, I say, as long as you can sprint the last kilometer, 10 kilometers, you're all good. But wait until you get to the last 10 kilometers yeah. because suddenly you've got 50% fallout, you know, you've got people crawling, you know, it's disastrous what can happen. And, yeah. and it's because everybody, you lose it. So then, then you really start to get to know, hence your body. And, and you start saying, that's going to hurt. I'm not actually going to do that or I'm going to avoid it. I'm going to slow down. I'm, I'm going to take my time. And then you, you patch yourself together sometimes mentally as well, take a breather, whatever, and then carry on. So, Ironically, it's nothing, if you like, and I know it sounds basic and you can break it down, then, then, then a long hike, you know, that you would take out. You just need more, obviously, rations. You might need a bit more, you know, uh, water along the way and, and, and a bit more planning and organization. But actually, if you really break it down, it, it's there. It, it, it's just that in the beginning, it, 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 it sounds or it looks colossal. Um, but, but, um, yeah, and 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 I I did it. I mean, not not only that. It's not just I wanted to go and see some 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 amazing places around the world. You know that that yeah. literally only your feet can take you to go and see these things. You know, we we saw the geysers ge- up in Atacama at four thousand meters altitude where we started. You know, the race is like unbelievable. Went through the Valley of the Moon. We we saw these sort of mushroom uh, desert. Um, stalactites in, in in the desert where it's just abnormal they look they, they 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 look like you know something out of a fairy tale book that's drawn and you're minute against these you know what almost look like prehistoric uh trees carved out of the the, the, the desert uh cliffs you know and 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 we saw some amazing sites went down to namibia we we saw you know went on the um uh, uh, Fish River Canyon. We, we saw the sands by the coast. We went up to. So th- those things for me, I think, in life as we have, you know, uh, obviously we, we work like crazy. But along the route, I think those experiences and what we're visually able to see, and even at the hardest times, I think it comes through. To sometimes the fourth day or in a non-stop race, you know, ten hours before the finish, you think you want to give up. And and I always say to myself in the hardest times, I say, you know, we are actually super lucky. We have our health. We have two arms, two legs, two eyes. We can we can see this. You know, we can, we can do this. Um, and and there are so many people who 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 would and cannot. Um, and 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 I think you then bring yourself back to basics. Um, and 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 strengthen your core, strengthen your values, strengthen your outlook. You know, again, uh, to what's really really important um, uh, in in life as a whole. You rediscover yeah. yourself. You you cry sometimes. You know, you 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 laugh. You 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 see. You cry from pain. You cry from beauty. You know, that there's things that become so basic that that you forget. You know, and I think it's important to every now and again. And I think the older we get, especially on this level, interesting enough, I, I met people who were 75, 80 run these things, you know, 
Wow. And, and, and for me, that that's my target. I'm like, how do you do it? And they said, just don't overtrain. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's simple. <laughs> As you say, I mean, it, 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 it sounds like there are huge life lessons and we have talked about, you know, like from, from trying to live with the pain and avoid the pain and whatever. And also, um, you know, we're, we're lucky in terms of what we do and getting through it. And it obviously leads perfectly on into to the present times we are in terms of dealing with the pandemic. I mean, have you have you found that um, that stoic principle has, has really helped you through this? That's a very good question. I, I'm, I, 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 I have to move. Right. So I, I have, a, I think, a basic in it problem with 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 being encapsulated or imprisoned in one area in in, in one room um I, yeah, we're, we're lucky we have quite a lot of business as well still going on even outside so so i i travel here and there for for purposely business reasons where where our presence is required it just cannot be done you know tastings and things like that uh on zoom um and zoom tastings that doesn't work yeah. yet <laughs> lost my smell again um, um i i i had it i had covid actually back in march um so I, and and i wanted to get it because i i i in that sense the stoic principle i believe in antibodies i believe in getting your you know strength and i know it sounds gently irresponsible but i've always been been for that i've seen where it works very well internationally on all different levels I've seen how different companies, countries deal with it. Um, it's a difficult one, Philip. I think, you know, we, I believe in life. Every human being needs to be incentivized. You know, we're all looking at that and for that. I think you can only demoralize people so far and you can take everything away from them and then they still have nothing. At some point, many cannot find that incentivization anymore. And I think we, 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 we've reached a level where I had thought from my experience in SARS, I could see where the sort of, you know, edge was in Singapore at that time. Uh, the, the, even though some borders and some planes flights stopped coming and the borders were semi-close to, you know, certain countries, um, the, the, the local domestic economy was never shut down. Actually, it's a principle in Asia that you'll still find during this whole pandemic. And in fact, if you go to Japan, it's illegal to shut the economy. So when you look at that, you are still giving some sort of incentive to, I say, go a bit further out than just your house, but the, the, there's other things that are still happening. Um, you know, the, the different cultures approach things differently. Um it's been very hard. I have three children. Um, especially, let, let's put it this way, in November, when, when I think we had the lockdown, it, it was still okay-ish because they still went to school. Um, yeah. Now they're at home and, and, and you know, we're very fortunate in that way that they bored because of all my travels. I don't necessarily always have that much time. Um, now they're all on top. <laughs> and I really feel... <laughs> Sorry for anybody going through it, because as well as you know, we're trying to do whatever business that we can. And it ironically needs more dedication on that, you know, to really try and whatever it is. And then many of us have got crazy loans out there that, that have had to, you know, sustain us. We're looking for the future as well. And gently the can keeps getting kicked down the road. 
people are talking in our industry and even want to go there of, you know, be it September, um, I, you, you can't, you know, it become, I, I think we've all given up planning anyway, but it becomes very demoralizing. It becomes yeah. very demoralizing to try even anything except outside of the country almost, you know, because there literally is not, and I'd never like to say that, hardly any opportunity. Of course, we can go off and do anything, but within the industry, it's very limited, obviously, and, and, and bar, you know, go, going to do, obviously, deliveries or, or becoming delivery oneself and doing different things. I think there's lots of, yes, different ventures that will come out of it for sure and habits that we've, 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 we've started, you know, doing that will continue and that will become very, very successful. But there hasn't necessarily, you know, been that brainwave or incentivization because the, 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 the Kang keeps being kicked down the road you know we we think we're there and then we're not and then we're there we're not you know and we, we've had this opening closing now close to three times and 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 we don't know and now it's going to look very prolonged i i i i, I fear that the industry gently is being unfairly treated as you know being a sort of you know um area of of where you know the contagion if you like is prominent um, and and uh, unrightly so, I think if anything, it's probably ironically the most organised. You know, um, everybody's adhered to, to to what what they feel is required for the restrictions. You know, the staff are half paranoid as well as the guests. So you know, everybody's creating a distance and 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 making things happen and making it comfortable for for either side. Um, so I, I I think out of that. Um, it would, it would, it it would be nice if, if I think the sector was viewed differently. Uh, and I hope coming out of this that it will be. I think it's close, from what I understand, eight percent of the GDP. Uh, it's no small fry. Um, no. If you look at it collectively, um, it represents a hell of a lot of jobs. I, I think those who I really, really, really feel worst hit, especially on the event side, are who unfortunately, as they say, they can't catch everybody, you know, in the net who have fallen through are the self-employed events, you know, people who I know have had been forced to change industry rapidly. Um, yeah. I, I think that really needs to be looked at. Um, I, I don't think anybody paying into this country, you know, where the countries we see, so you pay social security or, or you know, um, the, the taxes that have been paid exactly for this. It should be have been a war chest out there. We know who they are. I've seen how it works in different countries to say, well, no, we're, we're going to, we, we will take them. I think if somebody decides that they're going to close the domestic economy, by no choice of, uh, you know, the, the, the majority of the population the majority of the population or the, every, everybody who is affected by that will have to be taken care of. That That's, a, from my perspective, a democracy at the end of the day. No, it's fair enough, Philip. It's fair enough. Isn't it? and, I, and I agree with you. And I think that the the importance of the, of the hospitality and events industry has become ever more prevalent in terms of how central it is to people's lives and actually the enjoyment that they get out of it in terms of eating out, meeting, the importance of 
of, of be it just birthday celebrations, I don't know, weddings, even people just leaving jobs and wanting to party and whatever else. But but um, but as you say from the experiences before with SARS, I, I'm sure it will bounce back quickly when it comes, and we all just need the support until until that day comes, so that um, as you say, all those people who are who are either freelancers or even, as you know, we obviously do we do staffing in terms of our, our temp staff. You know, we we looked after them as long as we could do, but it is not yeah. something that can do at the moment you know one furlough is meant to be to keep people in a job so when that job returns but i i don't know when the jobs return so yeah. <laughs> it becomes an impossible situation but we we remain we remain positive and and also as you said that that as an industry we are i think probably the most disciplined and well organized in terms of the way that we operate especially in the events industry we have to be um to make things happen and that leads perfectly back to your party so We've got wonderful stations around the, from around the world, mushroom risotto, your fish cake, bread and butter pudding, scallops and champagne and chive sauce. We've got roaming magicians going around. Absolutely. We've had beans, wines flowing. Um, and um, would you, I mean, I put on here, Philip. Your team, your, your team assisting oh, you. Absolutely, it'd be a pleasure. Most important. Uh, <laughs> and um which i mean you obviously uh, you've obviously mentioned that the, the the weddings you've done the royal weddings and i, and I know obviously the, your club is is frequented by celebrities as well but is, is there anyone from a celebrity point of view you would like to have at your event wow that's a very good question um it can be dead or alive by the way we have had plenty of dead <laughs> <laughs> Elvis Presley was was a super fan when I was so young. It was incredible, and then suddenly passed away. It was too young. Um, and as a musician, ironically, you know, live and and uh, yes, that that was probably somebody who's passed away. Who would who I I, I I would love to spend you know half an hour an hour having a chat with would would be fascinating. Um, I, it's a good question. I, I recently and 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 carrying on um, from also the running. Now now I'm part of a a, a group that we we're, we're doing a race which which has been sort of sanctioned by the King of Bhutan out in Bhutan, which is the 300 kilometer race um, that's to come out. And I, I went there to meet and live, you know, for close just under a week and train actually with with some of the locals and and you know. Bhutan, when 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 you when you fly into Paro, it's it's a two thousand two thousand two hundred meters altitude already. So when you start training, you're at you know you you quickly go at three thousand five. And the route is actually called the Snowman Race, and it goes between three thousand five hundred and five thousand five hundred meters altitude. And they have some mountains that are sacred up there. That um, one in particular that, that is over seven thousand meters that you're not a, is not allowed to climb. It it is holy. My, my my whole sort of ethos and 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 really having seen how these people and the philosophy and view on, on life, the plastic bags are banned in this country. They're the only carbon um, uh, negative producing country on the planet. They have an index for happiness. Whatever they have a ministry of happiness. That any laws that are passed before or, or, or first of all, you know requested to be changed or, or, or uh, integrated into in, into the society need to go through this Ministry of Happiness. And they realize if it's not good for the people, they are not, it's not happening in that country. If, the if, Ministry if, of Happiness. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So my title in in this found, founding partners um, team, together close with the former prime minister, and we're very blessed to be on this committee, uh, is the director of happiness. That is my representation on on this field. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would, I, I'd, I'd, I'd love, I'd, I'd love to meet the the the, the, the king of. Bhutan as well. I mean, he he over there. Not just saying, but he's revered as a, as a god, but not in that sense to you know be, being untouchable. But he is very much with the people, and 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 a personality like that, who they they are obviously very pious, very very you know Buddhism plays a major part in 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 their religion, but they don't just sort of you know preach go to church and that's it they actually live it every every day and and you see the the, the science and the philosophy and I I think. For me, that I was very blessed to go there. Funny enough, in February, just before lockdown, um, that that really changed once again that that other level of um, outlook in life. And I think we all need a, a bit of that. So to have, you know, at my party, somebody inspirational like that, who, you know, literally comes in and 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 you just feel this awe, um, and 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 you're super relaxed. I, I think we we, we all. Need to have a bit of a bit of that balance. Um, mm. I always invite to, to, to one of my Christmas parties my, my my former school chaplain, and not not just because he says grace at the beginning of the dinner, but actually he's somebody I've always been able to go to one off, um, ha, have have very deep, meaningful you know conversations who who would listen you know on, on one side and 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 would would give very good advice, and I I, I think sort of having that element in your party also gives it another an, another touch to it where people are like, oh, okay, uh, you've got a Buddhist priest there <laughs> <laughs> to it. But that it yeah. just, other, okay. people seek it, they need it, you know. Oh, yeah. So you've got the King of Bhutan and, and I think you should probably have a member of the Ministry of Happiness on the organising committee Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I worked I, I worked at Madame Tussauds before I went to the National History Museum and very weirdly, people ask me, you know, who, who have I met or whatever else, and people are always actually quite surprised and like, wow. So I met the Dalai Lama when I was there. Wow. So he, he, he came for it. His figure was being pressed in Madame Tussauds, so he came along. And he um, certainly he does have a certain ether about him. I don't know. It's um, yeah, something special. Very calm person. No, yeah, it's a life, life wisdom, I would say, that is very... You know, un, un, unbiased, un, un, uh, very, very, very fair. Ironically, and and, and I, I, I think also coming out of this whole crazy pandemic, we will hopefully gravitate a bit more towards that as well. You know, let let a bit more time for everybody and everything, rather than just wanting it. You know, yesterday. Yeah. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Excellent. And uh, will you have dancing at your event? Oh yes, absolutely. I love dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being selfish there. No, no, it's all good. No, too. I love dancing. And do you do you have a first dance track? What would get you up and? Wow, that's that, that's that's a very very good question. I I love anything. You know, when 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 we 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 changed the concept that time up in in the sky where we were, and we had helicopter parties up in you know Singapore. And I said to the DJ up there, and I chose my DJ especially because before, you know, once in a while you get to get the ones that they won't play requests. I said, I don't mind you play requests, but whatever it is, you got that you fill the dance floor. That was my key adjustment. I said, you fill the dance floor. That, that, that's what a good business is about. 
because yeah. they, they dance, they get thirsty, they carry on, they meet people, they have fun, and, and you carry on that whole energy. And I said, don't stop, just carry it on, and I'll make sure everything else that works operationally, you do that bit for me. And I loved it. So there are those songs that you come up, you know, Black Eyed Peas, different things that you just like, it gets the whole crowd together, and that's it. And it, it, it creates this wonderful ambiance. Um, and, and again, everybody can be, they can dance together or they can be on their own. They don't feel isolated either if, 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 if it's a good, great track. Um, so I'm, I'm, I don't have necessarily one single one, but you know, sometimes it can be something amazing. Aretha Franklin from the sixties all the way through till, you know, the stones, you know, or through, I mean, then carrying on further, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic. Well, yeah, Aretha Franklin will undoubtedly get people up and running. And, but, and as you say, if you go the genre up to AI. Um, up, 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 absolutely. And many, many remixes now, funny enough, that, that, that are heard, you know, that be being played on the dance floor, even of the classics. So I think, you know, once it's a good song, it's always a good song. And, 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 and that, that will carry on through the, through the generations. Um, and even though my kids come along and they think some of these songs were just invented, I'm like, no, no, they were invented 40 years ago. They can't believe it. <laughs> it's, it's true. And talking about, about that, I mean, um, what's one of your best memories from working in industry? Wow. Well, yes, uh, we, 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 we did do one event in, 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 in Rio for the world cup at the time. Um, for a certain top partner for 400 guests where we had to change the venue seven hours before it actually happened. I did, I did half think that yes, my life was going to, <laughs> it's going to have half a heart attack. Um, and we moved it into a hotel we had to, we had to move everything, uh, the staff, the, the equipment, the whole, it was meant to be in a jungle just outside Rio on, in, in the mountains and close to Baja. And then, and then, and then we had to get it back on, onto the, uh, close to Copacabana beach in Leme, um, into a hotel on two different floors. The kitchen was spread out on three floors and the lift broke down just before main course. And I was like, right, that's it. I'm going to the beach to have Kuiperinia. I think that was the only time where I really thought I'd, I'd like to say that I'm a control freak in theory that I've thought of everything and risk aversion, obviously, you know, I were not to hurt yourself. And I, I, I'd really, and I'm not, I delegate big time massively, but the GM walked out because, you know, over there it was like, you know, whenever things get a bit too much pressure, people have a different view on these things. And then the F&B walked out, and then I was like, to the assistant F&B, you're going to become my best friend now. We're going to do this together. <laughs> um, we had our management staff, thank God, as well on, on one side, so from, from the executive chef to some of the top people, and, and they were all on it. They're all over it. And we're still, like, every year, literally, we have a reunion about that because I think that was one of the most – and we had unbelievable guests, obviously, as you can imagine, you know, from, from, from you know, Sepp Blattner at the top of FIFA. Every table had a legend. Every table had, a, had, had, had one of the country's famous stars, 400 guests on this, sponsored all, you know, top, top, top event, you know, on a whole other level, flew us out. We had done – two tastings in advance of this in the actual country where they flew in, you know, their clients from America just to do the tasting Rio to get it absolutely nailed. And seven days, seven hours before they changed the venue, it was like, oh, I was like, okay, yeah, let's, let's have the earthquake now. Yeah. Yeah. You're testing I don't know how, but 
it, 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 we, we pulled it off. I mean, just, I think through sheer devotion, I was absolutely, uh, we, we, we had Kuiper in this until 4 a.m. in the mornings. We still couldn't believe that we had done it afterwards on the beach with the whole team. Um, but yeah, and, and the client came around, <laughs> a lovely lady, uh, who, who had been with us at that time at, at the Olympics in London and, and said, looked at me right after the event, knew I was about to fall over literally and said to me, now you know why we chose you, Philip? It's <laughs> <And that was, laughs> like, I don't know whether to laugh or cry, you know. I was like, okay, yes, I suppose you're right, you know. But that that was <laughs> etched in, in terms of as event, suddenly with, you know, organization, everything all lined up. And and staff to Kingdom Hum, to be honest, I mean, on, on that level, of course, not as necessary, always, you know, um, maybe well qualified but i think you have to show the willingness you know we were very we're very calm we don't swear we don't shout we don't you know that the days gone by my that's right from my father's philosophy already in the 80s and 70s he, he always had that he couldn't stand anybody doing the same in the kitchen at the time i think we hold the same thing on both sides so we're very cool calm collective and 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 you know any any we we are not just the only if of course i'm i might be at the top in that sense because i i, I come in but we have 10 minds 10 ideas and and we we, we we're on the same ship we, we come together and find the best solution and we wholly involve the team because then then you can delegate you know then then you can come together and if things go wrong we're all there sorting it out you know if one person makes the decision and things go wrong then that one person is also responsible and the nine others will say well it wasn't my fault whereas i i'm like no this is collective we're all in it <laughs> we all do it and i have an idea i plant a seed but i'd like everybody here to come and give their ideas and we we put the thing together and then we're on it you know we we find the best solution that way in those extreme times, you know, it's the only way. Yeah. You, you, I've read, you, you said your, your best management tip is to trust people. That's where Definitely. you should. You're so right. You, you can't, you can't A, do it all on our own and, and B, um, be it generation or older. What I learned at my time in corporate time when I was, I was quite under a lot of pressure at that time to make a lot of changes with, with some staff who I was only 29, right? So everybody's thinking, oh, this young kid on the block but there were those who were gently you know working their way towards pension time uh, early 60s mid 60s even that 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 they were trying to gently you know and for me they, they'd been there 30 40 years and what i realized was they were my library they were my archive the company had existed since 1947 i knew nothing <laughs> what do i know uh, you know in terms of the culture the spirit what was done and they would say you know i come up with an idea and said and they would say oh Philip, we, we we did that you know 25 years ago and be really and i wouldn't feel insulted i'd be so how did it work what was right and they said well that was great but you know on that side it didn't it didn't we we found out after two years it didn't work and i'm like wow what a wealth of knowledge why why, why would you ever want to you know re re release that information why, why i'd be able to have somebody at a call that i'd, I'd say listen i have an idea and i i'd i'd i'd, I'd learn so much about the culture that was ingrained and i think when you build up these names and brands and there's so much value to that massively people look back to it they they they, they want the history almost um and and they were trying to sort of sort of diminish that and 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 i fought very hard 
and and many still have very good contact with to, to keep them on the whole way. Um, so again, I, I think as you brought it back to the trust, I think at the same time, you know, we've got the younger generation come in. We do. We we also work with a lot of interns, probably like yourself as well. And their wealth of knowledge and their view on world is completely different than, than mine, who's probably in the middle. I'm 45 now. Um, and I'm fascinated. You know, I give them the Instagram and I say, you guys go for it. And they're like, oh, yeah, we should do this and that. And I'm like, do it. Do it. <laughs> and they look at the photos and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And I know that, you know, the followers will love it. And I let them do it. So we have our interns doing that because I know that they're so apt. They know what they're then, you know, afterwards on, on, on different sites, hashtag. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't grow up with that and I'm not going to pretend I do, you know? So I, I think we have this lovely combination with all different types of people, especially in our industry that we, we can produce literally magic and, and hence events and, and, and use both sides. And I think it's always wrong to steer from one side to the next, you know, and, and say, oh, I'm only going to take, you know, the super young generation or, you know, I'm only going to listen to the experienced, you know, I think we, 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 in our day and world and age, especially now, you know, that the, there is that the, the younger generation is obviously coming. I think, I think they've got huge buying power. Absolutely. But at the same time, you know, you've got the wealth that comes as well at a certain age where, and, and experience, which won't be taken away with. So, so one is one, 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 one is very, sometimes fickle and, and interested in all different types of new things, which I think is great. And at the same time, you've got your super loyal customers who are happy literally if, if, if they can have the same thing every day and are willing to pay big time for it. So, you know, we've, we've got that wonderful blend. Um, and I, I don't think we, we should neglect either, uh, whilst at the same time obviously carving uh, out, out a philosophy and a value chain for ourselves that, that, that people know. Um, customers and, and uh, staff alike. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure your party will be looking after everybody. And so far, it certainly seems that way. And um, in terms of the, the, your guest departure, um, uh, knowing Mosman's Club, maybe it's not the opportunity. I don't think you can do fireworks at Mosman's Club. I'm, not, I'm, I'm trying to think if you're allowed to do that in, in, in Knightsbridge. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> probably not. Fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but would you do a big departure or otherwise would you uh, have a gift to all your guests as they go that gift can just be a word of wisdom rather than necessarily a gift should you wish that's a very the, it, gifts is always a tough one isn't it you know I remember maybe even with the kids you know you go to these kids parties and you always get gifts so there's a bit of that obviously I think that's where it starts right and then obviously as it becomes more adult you know what 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 gift can you do that is personal for each each person in a way that they accept that they like versus, um, you know, giving something that's blanket and then you're like, oh, okay, I've just put it on the mantelpiece and they're never going to remember why they got it or they didn't or they pass it on. Um, so what's personal? I don't A bottle of Mossman champagne? No, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you take it back home with you, you have it whenever you want to celebrate and then you remember where you got the bottle from and, and, and that it was a good time. It's maybe simple, but um, it, it's with heart, you know, our, our champagne is exclusively made for us. It, it, it's imported for us. You can't find it anywhere in the UK. Uh, it has our, you know, um, our, our sort of made with love, if you like, on top of it. So I, I think it's emotional and I think everybody likes champagne at a certain time. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. Everyone's, everyone will be happy to go home with a bottle of champagne. Most definitely. 
one more thing maybe actually that I have to say we've done at events, which, which, which is superb. And again, going back to the personalization of it, and that, that, that's probably another element that I would include. Not only the magician is a caricaturist. Yeah. You, there again, a little present for you. You take it home, you'll have it there. You'll remember where it is and it is you, however you want to, you know, create yourself um, and up to the caricaturist, but a good caricaturist nail it on the head and you'll keep it. And I, I yeah. think it's something very special. It'll remember, you'll remember, Oh, I did it there at that time. And, 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 and you have that link. Um, yeah. I, I think the emotional level of that is, is very high <laughs> on the value factor. I've, I've been to many a person's house who still have caricatures, as you say, from done from there, from going to parties. And our, our, our chef director, our head of culinary, he when he's when we zoom him, he's got a picture, a, a caricature in the background of himself from an event. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, right? It, it it doesn't necessarily always take yourself so seriously, and at the same time. It, it makes you laugh and again it's an element of happiness and emotion that's involved and it you had a great time you know yeah well well thank you philip as you as you are for for your race and bhutan director of happiness and i'm sure that the <laughs> this event will, will will prove that and it will be a great occasion for all your guests um thank you also for talking through your career it's been been wonderful to hear about um Last thing in terms of it, future planning, you, as you say, it's very hard to plan at the moment because mm. that, that keeps getting kicked down. But is, is there anything that you, you're planning at the moment in terms of Muslims? I think we're, we're, doing, we're doing a lot of work, you know, obviously on, on things like renovations and, and, and really looking at, at, at um, I think obviously the events will come back small. I don't think they'll be that large yet, uh, sadly. Um, that 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 will take its time. So I think we're trying to see. I mean, we I think we got a glimpse of what that might look like in November already, uh, partly in summertime. Although ironically, I think, um, well, not November, sorry, just just before September, October, because then things started coming back. Summertime was still a bit difficult. People were still anxious, mostly. Yeah. But you saw that that had gently become. And and what we said is is how do we get them back again and again because that 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 creates that element of safety or you know sometimes people will call up and say oh I didn't want to come and what are you doing about this that this that and when we would say gently well maybe you should wait <laughs> you know until you feel that, that 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 it's right but do come in an isolated separate area if you like you know and then and then I, I think there's a certain amount of conviction so it's just trying to understand well what can we do again and in, in that to to make them feel safe. I, I, I find it's just been used so many times and I think it's not quite right because everybody has that on a different level. But I, I, I think it, it, it's just how do we welcome them back now? Yeah. How, you know, and I think that, that element of welcome. I've seen, I mean, areas, I, I was traveling the other day and then I came back, you know, where I was so surprised and I think we will naturally, hopefully, go back to basics and be thankful for the jobs that we, those, you know, who, who, who will have in, in the future and that level of I think if anything but hospitality will, 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 will really show off again, show off in terms of become more personalized, more focused on the human being, on the individual. So I think that, that, that naturally it's outcast a, a certain clientele and a certain 
uh, staff-wise, not from those people who, who, who sadly lost their jobs. I think that many of those want to come back, but I think those who just won't want to come back because they just don't feel like it's necessarily the right environment. I think if anything, you're going to get a combination of the two, those guests who really want to come and those staff who really want to work because there will be a lot of choice on, on either side. And I think we'll potentially hopefully see a revolution in, in what service industry is uh, moving forwards. I, I could see that, that there can, ironically out of this, be be, be a paradigm shift um, on, on that level. Um, and what better place than the UK? Mm-hmm.